that way when I'm in environments when I'm usually not around like-minded folk that, you know, you get a little, little uneasy. Right. And, and, and I know Brother Bethia was saying this morning, sometimes, you know, we want to hold on to this, you know. I'm just saying, look, when he called my name, I'm ready. I'm ready to go away from here because it hadn't even gotten as crazy as it's going to get. And, and, and what's to come, I don't even want to stay around here and see a, see a part of that. You know, so I, I'm ready to go. Uh, life don't owe me nothing, okay? I done did my time. And, um, Lord, it's up to you, man. <laughs> Let me get through this, you know. Then <laughs> you want to call me, then uh, whatever's on your agenda. How y'all doing? All right. All right. Okay. I, I, uh, this morning when I heard Brother Bethia's text, I said, hmm, that's interesting. And I was so glad that he uh, stayed in other areas. Uh, um, but every once in a while that happens, you know, where we uh, great minds might think alike, you know, as they say, you know, and, and these things happen. But God's word is so powerful and intricate that, you know, we all could preach the same message in the day and, and you get something different. Amen. So it, it just happens that way. So I'm just glad that uh, God's word is so vast that you can't exhaust it, you know, in, in, a, in a couple of sermons. OK, you know, amen. Amen. Good evening to uh, all y'all that I haven't seen this morning, and I'm just glad to be able to mount God's pulpit once more and again. Thank uh, uh, Xavier for leading us in song and those that took part in the service. Um, if you haven't heard the text, um, if you join me in Proverbs chapter number four, I was... Uh, been doing this series and I, I, I branched off from it the last time um, still talking about wisdom the wisdom in James um, that if we lack it you know the acts of God but um, I, I needed to take a break and, and come back to this series on Proverbs and as long as the Lord blessed me I, I want to keep on pulling nuggets of wisdom from from um, this book See, if you haven't been with us through the past lessons, see, it was brought to our attention that in chapters 1 through 9, we find uh, Solomon pleading with his children, pleading with his children to seek after wisdom. Through his many discourses throughout the book of Proverbs, we are able to see his passion and his high praise he places on the value of wisdom time and time again. I mean, he, he just keeps on repeating that. And, and, and in our present chapter, we find Solomon sharing some, some memories from his childhood and, and how his father David encouraged him to seek after wisdom. Uh, as we examine this lesson, which the title of my lesson is Remembering the wise man of my youth, remembering the wise man of my youth. As we examine this lesson, we will find important principles necessary in raising children to be godly and seekers of wisdom. This is what Solomon is laying down to us. He, 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 he wants us to be seekers of wisdom and in the process to keep 
keep along the path of righteousness and be all that God would have us to be. And the first memory that he shares with us, the first memory he shares is he, he, he lets us know that I was taught by my father. I, I was taught by my father. And, and before he, he gets there, he says in, 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 in these first nine chapters, Solomon uses the process of repetition to help us to retain the wisdom God intends for us to have. He, you're going to hear some of these same uh, 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 phrases used over and over again through the first nine chapters. You know, we, we, we're creatures of forgetfulness sometimes. You know, we got to hear stuff over and over again. Uh, I, I know they said that the, the mind has to hear something five to seven times before it'll receive it, and then seven to ten times before it retains it. So, so you know, when we, we say, oh, I heard that before, you know, we haven't even scratched the surface, okay? Because the mind has to hear something over and over again in order to retain it. And, and so, so in, in verse number one and two, he says here in these verse, he says, Hear ye children the instruction of a, of a father, and attend to no understanding. For I give you good doctrine or teaching, forsake ye not my law. See, right here he stresses two, uh, twofold urgency. First, first one is that fathers have a responsibility to instruct their children. And secondly, children have a responsibility to obey their parents. Y'all hear that? See, he, he said, and, and, and the same thought is, is taught in Ephesians chapter number 6 and, and beginning at verse number 1. It, it, the same thing is told to us there. It says, children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, which is the first commandment with promise, that it may be well with thee, and thou mayest live long on the earth. So, so obeying your parents could determine whether you be around for a while, okay? That, that's what the Lord is saying on here. He says, and you fathers, provoke not your children to wrath, but bring them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. That's what, that's what Solomon was saying. That's what he was saying back here in, in Proverbs. He said a twofold responsibility. Fathers have a responsibility to teach their children. Children have a responsibility to learn from their parents. See, we must realize that this responsibility to teach our children was never given to churches or schools initially. But they were to be aids in the process. See, some, some people have just, you know, given it up. Some, some households have given it up, and they look for schools to teach your children everything. Okay? And, and, or send them to the church and, and let them do it, you know. But that, that responsibility was not given to either one of those. It was supposed to start in the house. Okay? And they were, uh, a lot of times, we, we here at the church, when we get children who've been through that process where the parents didn't teach them anything, and they bring them up in here, and, and, and we know that we have to do our job in, in giving them God's word, and we try to do that, and, and, and we have a hard time getting the household to reinforce what we give them here when it was supposed to have been given to them at, at home first. Amen. 
So, so and, and I've, seen, I've seen that time and time again where we've had that problem. But if, if, you, if you don't start off with God's word, then you're going to have problems all through this thing called life. And, 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 and it's the, this is the book of life. And if you're having problems with it, I know uh, at the hospital and maternity ward, they don't, they don't hand you this and say, here, take this because you're going to need this. With, 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 this, with this child, but they need to, okay? Um, they need to point you to that. So we, we, we have that responsibility, and, and we can't allow uh, these things as schools and churches to be crutches to us and not, be, not fulfill our responsibility of getting God's word into our children. See, fathers must not shift their God-given responsibilities to the mothers, okay? We, we have houses, households where uh, the fathers have left and, and passed that responsibility over to the mothers, but, you know, and, and, and then you have some where they are there, but they're not present, amen? So, and, and, and that should not be. God said no, He's given you a responsibility. So it, it should not be passed over to the mothers, by, but by all means, give your children good teaching. That's what Solomon is talking about, say, saying here. Give them some good instruction, good teaching, because your children will know by your words and example whether you are, 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 are your priorities involve God. See, they're going to know by what you say out your mouth and what you do whether your priorities involve God's word or not, or whether you're making this up as, as you go, okay? So we, and, and see, that's why it's so important for us as parents, if we don't know, how can we pass it on to the next one? See, that this responsibility thing just goes right up the chain. And, 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 and whenever we make ourselves bored of this, see, I'm disqualifying everybody after me. Because, and not that they're going to be totally disqualified because God has a way of getting truth to people, even when the ones held responsible for it don't do it. You know, we, a lot of times we've, we've um, sent the buses out and, and through, through media and through the radio program, whichever way um, we brought people in here who, whose parents didn't come here, and, and we've ended up evangelizing the family through the kids. The kids have come and, and, and they start getting the word put into them and next thing you know they're going back home and, and on Sunday when they, the, the bus is coming to get them or somebody's coming to get them, they're looking at the parents like, you know, because they're laying around in their pajamas and when are you going to take us, you know, or why are you still here, you know, and, and eventually some of y'all, you know, I'm down y'all street, you know, because some of y'all, the same thing happened where your, your children were brought in here first, and, you know, you came along later. So that happens. God has a way of reaching out and touching us where we need to be. So, but when fathers fail to fulfill their charge, the responsibility has to be taken up by others. And in some cases, thank God for godly grandmothers and mothers like the ones that Timothy had. Timothy had a godly mother and grandmother who, who took up the slack and took up the responsibility and made sure that he got taught God's word. See, I, I, I just, Solomon 
is saying here, his, his father David accepted his responsibility. David is the one doing the talking in the first nine verses of, 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 of here. And, and, and David took up his responsibility because, see, one of the greatest gifts a father can give to his child is, is, is spending that time with them that, that they need and passing that godly wisdom over to them. I, I, you know, while writing this and, and it just didn't happen here, but oh, how I wish I had my father around when I got out of high school to, to tell me how the, and I was about to go into the military, to tell me how I can best make these next few years be a profit to the rest of my life. See, see, I mean, that's, that's a job of a father, you know. Even if he hadn't been into the military, I mean, you know, when, when, it, when it works right, you know, they, they, they've been where you're going, okay? And they're supposed to pass that wisdom down to you, and, and, and young people never forsake the wisdom of people older than you, okay? Because they've been where you're trying to go, and, and they can, you, can, you can either take the advice and, 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 and get some lessons free, or you can go ahead on out here and try to experience everything for yourself and, and learn that way, okay? But, but some of us don't make it through all our experiences. So uh, I, we, we need to take advantage and, and, and get what we can um, through people passing that wisdom down to us. I, I wish, uh, uh, as I said, I had someone to tell me, look, you, you know, Go ahead in, in this military and, you know, have you thought about what MOS you want and, and how that's going to benefit you when you come out, you know, and during the time when I went in there and, and, and uh, uh, they were sending body bags home weekly, you know, back in the 60s, you know. And, and, and I'm, you know, me and my buddy who went through from junior high all the way through high school and, 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 and we, we talk and we say, look, man, we, we know that's during the draft, you know, you know. Sooner or later, our number going to come up, you know, and everybody that get drafted, they sending out to the bush, you know, they sending out to infantry, you know. We got to go ahead and volunteer and pick somewhere that we'll be so far back here, we're going to be stepping on general's feet back here, you know. So we trying to work this thing out, and, and, and we try to pick an MOS that kept us from out there, you know. But, but we picked something that didn't have any value for when we came out. And, 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 and I picked the MOS and never even got to work in it while I was in there. They had me driving trucks the whole time I was in there. So, you know, we can make all the plans that we want to, you know, but, but those are kind of things that fathers, that fatherly wisdom could be passed down to their children and help them in, in planning those early years of, of their life. See, in verses... Three and four, Solomon says, For I was my father's son, tender, and only beloved in the, in the sight of my mother. He said, He taught me also, and said unto me, Let thine heart retain my words, keep my commandments, and live. So he's saying, You need to retain my words, and if you follow my instructions, you're going to live. See, he was saying, Solomon says, I, I, taught, I was taught while I was young enough to be impressionable and, and still open to what my father had to say and still willing to do what he asked. 
See, you, you, you got to start young. He said, uh, 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 Solomon said, I was young. He said, I was my father's son. I was tender. I was young. And that's when David taught me. He taught me while I was young, while I was still impressionable, that, that you know, in, in certain ages, the kids, you know, they think their parents are the world, okay? You know, anything mommy and daddy tell them to do, you know, they just tickle to death, you know, until they get to them teens, okay? And then the teens, they start questioning everything. Oh, you don't know everything, you know. They go through that teen period where you, you can't tell them nothing. They don't want to hear what you have to say, you know. And we go through those periods of time, you know, the, the, the young age, you know, mommy and dad, they're the greatest. They're the smartest people in the world, okay. Then the teens, you don't know nothing, you know. And, and, and that could last a good little while. Then when they get up in them 30s, from the teens to the 30s, and they made all their mistakes. I mean, they didn't took, took the bruises in, in that time. And, and, and then... When they get in them 30s, mid-30s and, and, and up, then, Mom, Dad, you know, can, can I talk to you about this? See, now they want, they, they reverted back, man. They, they want that wisdom that they rejected during, during that period where, where they, they had to experience life for themselves. So, so we, we go through those things, but, but, but David got to Solomon when he was young, and he taught him when he was impressionable. He says, and, and, and all too often, our teaching occurs too late. We wait too late. We want, we want to try to teach them when they get in junior high school. You know, <laughs> that, that's out of the question. <clears throat> see, we, we, we wait too late. And, and see, but our teaching needs to begin early in life, long before they're in school where peer pressure and bad behavior from others encourage them to disobey authority. See, you, you know, you get around uh, baby kids, and, you know, and your, your little kid is not like that, but, you know, baby kids talking about, we don't die, we multiply, you know. And they, they, they ain't listening to nobody, okay? And, and your little sweet angel get hooked up with them, and next thing they come home, and they telling you what they not going to do, you know. Yeah, well, baby and them, they don't have to do this, you know. Well, you have to go over to the baby house, because, you know, you in this house, you're going to do what I say, okay? So... But, but, but that can affect our kids when they get in there. And, and see, we, we need to have some stuff in them before they get to that age. See, a lot of people, you know, when do we start, Brother Bill? When do we start? How, how, how young do we need to start getting this stuff in them? I, I, I know I've seen where, where people have, uh, 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 women and, and men, have started teaching their kids uh, when the baby is in the womb, you know, yeah, you know, they 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 sit down, and mother sit down and read into the baby, reading the, the dictionary, reading the whole dictionary. They come out and 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 they ace and spelling bees at two and three years old, because mama then put something in them, or children listening to music or, or or whatever, and they child prodigies, you know, when they come out, you know, they, they start early, you know, and, and our teaching has to be from the womb to the tomb, you know, all that time in between, we got to be teaching them, and see, they're so impressionable in their young age, you know, and a lot of people will miss that, you know, they waiting until they, they, they get ready to go to kindergarten, and, 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 and you got the other people who are, 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 are giving their kids something before they get here, and then they, 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 when they come here, they far advance for other people their age. You know, 
it's this commercial, Doritos commercial. Some of y'all might have seen it where the mother and father, they, they are in the doctor's office and she's looking at the baby on the ultrasound, you know, and the baby is, is laying up there doing this. And the father's standing up there eating Doritos, you know, and he eating and, 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 and he, he noticed when he, he bring the Dorito up to his mouth, the little baby was reaching for it, you know, and then he did like this and the baby reached, was, was doing like this, reaching like that. And, and the mother looked at him and said, Please, you know, and grabbed the Dorito and, and, and threw it like that. Next thing you know, that baby did like that. <laughs> that baby shot right on out there going for that Dorito, you know. I rolled on that. <laughs> but, but see, see, he, he was bonding. He was bonding at that time. You know, so don't tell me you can't bond with them. If they, if they can do it with Doritos, we can do it with God's word. We can do it with truth. Amen. Amen. So. So we, we got to start early. We, we, we definitely, teaching needs to occur while the child is still in a position to be shaped and directed in the right way. So the second thing that Solomon remembers, he says that I was taught by an anxious father. See, my father was anxious about teaching me. See, the anxiousness of his father is implied by what he is telling him in verses 4 through 6. And, and in verse 3, we, we, we have, For I was my father's son, tender, only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thy heart retain my words. Keep my commandments and live. See, see he, he wants his son to, look, son, listen to me. You know, remember what I'm saying. Keep these commandments. You know, the scriptures say that this is the, the first commandment with promise. It's to obey your parents, okay? So, so it might go well with thee, you know? So, so he, he's telling them, he said, retain my word. He says, he, he says, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, verse 5. He says, and along with getting wisdom, he said, get understanding. He said, and, and once you get don't forget it. He said, forget it not, neither decline. Don't turn away from the words of my mouth. The words I'm telling you, don't, 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 don't put them aside. Don't, don't turn away from them. You know, he said, when, when, you, when you start declining to listen to God's word, you, you, you've gone down a slippery slope right there, okay? So he said, For, forsake her not, talking about wisdom. Don't forsake her. And if you don't forsake her, she shall preserve thee. Love her and she shall keep thee. That's verse 6. See, he was saying, he tells them to keep the words I'm giving you. Follow the commands I've shared with you, and you will have a long life. See, in, in view of, of what's going on in, in schools and, and, and in society in general, and, and even in many churches nowadays, we need fathers to be anxious about their children's welfare because they're getting a lot of stuff, wrong stuff, in all, all those places. You know, we was talking about um, the, the media and, and Internet and how it's giving you so much stuff on there that, that you don't want your child to be exposed to. You, you, you're seeing phone videos of fights where they're recording. They, they got their phone and... And, and two, two girls throwing down. They, they fighting all over the place. And I, I'm, I'm saying, you know, people, they're just crazy, you know. And, and you, 
like that's entertainment. Okay, so, but, but you're seeing fights, different fights that, that, that they, they got going on, videos of, 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 of sex. And pe- the media is just using sex to sell anything, you know. I got some tires here, you know, here, and, and got a woman, you know, putting her leg up like this. And, and you, you walk in the room and say, you, you're trying to make heads or tails, what, what's being sold here, you know, and then... Firestone, get Firestone. At the end, you hear Firestone. You just seen a whole video of, of her pulling her stockings up and all this kind something that don't even have to do with the product that you're selling, but but they just because they know sex sells, and 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 they can get people's attention with that. So they they just use everything to to to, to and and even like I said, with so much stuff out here, we got to be anxious about getting. This into our kids. I, I, uh, last week, a couple of weeks ago, I was looking on uh, that, and it, well, they talking about the drugs being rampant all, all over the place, the the, uh, the heroin addictions, and how that. And see, it, it's becoming a problem now because it's getting out there in the counties, and and it's getting to rural America. You know, it's getting to places where it usually wasn't. Okay, so now it's a big problem. You know, when, when, when it's, and, and, and then they had this, 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 this uh, uh, doctored marijuana, this K2. Uh, y'all, y'all, some of y'all probably, heard. And, and, and they was talking about this K2, and, and this, uh, this ain't nothing but something that, and they selling it in stores where anybody could walk in there. And, and the, the FDA is, is, Hot on their trails, trying to trying to take the stuff out. But as soon as they take it out of one place, it's in another place, and and people are are are, are, are doctoring this stuff up with all kinds of stuff, you know, with horse tranquilizers and stuff, you know. And and it had people. It was showing they were showing this uh, on the news or something. And the guy was talking about um, how he walked through an area, and you saw about 15 people were standing around like like this. I mean, look like zombies. You know, people just standing around like this off of this K2. You know, people going into seizures, convulsions behind this stuff. So, you know, you, you just don't know. What, and, and for your kid to come home with, with somebody and do peer pressure, go ahead, man, try it. Oh, you a mama's boy, huh? You ain't going to, you, you know, you, and, and you try that stuff. And next thing you know, you're getting a call where your kid is, is having convulsions. Or, or, or whatever somewhere because they allow peer pressure to move them into to trying something that they don't that, you know that have no business to you. so 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 we need fathers who will take the time to teach their children at the time when they they most need it they need it when they're young when 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 like I say when they can be moved by peer pressure and 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 and, and made to do stuff that's early in life okay they need that teaching early. We need fathers who are willing to sacrifice some success and prestige in business to spend some time with their children who would appreciate that time spent with them versus some of the things that we give them. See, we we make sure they have the latest technology and things and, you know, hey, hey, baby, I ain't got time to spend, you know, daddy working these two 40-hour jobs, you know, 
to buy you these things. So I don't have no time to spend. And we've seen we've seen the movies that they've had out. We do courageous and and what's the what, yeah fireproof and 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 uh, the the last one the what is it war room where these parents have neglected to spend time with their kids and. And, 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 and you saw the reaction of the kids, you know, like you don't even know me. You don't you don't even know what, what I'm all about. And, 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 and I know in, in Courageous, I think it was where the, the little girl wanted her father to dance with her or whatever. He didn't. And she ended up dying. And then in, in, the, in the movie, you know, he he felt bad because he didn't take that time out to spend with her. And and it just ate at, ate away at him. So, you know. Uh, uh, we, we have to take the time. We have to take the time and spend with our children and uh, give them them things because the, the, the things that we give them might not be the thing that they need most in, in their lives. See, finally, let's look at what Solomon's father was anxious for him to learn. See, David was, was trying to impress something upon Solomon. And, and, and Solomon says, I was taught the important things. That's what my father tried to teach me, the important things. In, in verses 7 through 9, he says, wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom, and with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor. When thou, when thou dost embrace her, she shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. See, he, he started back in verse number five. He told them to get wisdom. He, in verse five, he says, get wisdom and get understanding. And he said, and forget it not. He says, and don't turn away from it. So, so he, he said, that was important. That was one of the important things that he was trying to, to teach him in, in order to get wisdom. In verse 7, he told them, wisdom is the principal thing. He says, therefore, get wisdom. And he said, with all thy getting, get understanding. Now, now, the word wisdom here means mental ability. You know, get, get knowledge, get mental ability. And then he says, he says, while the word understanding means the right use of the ability or the mental ability that you get, you know, because you can have a whole head full of knowledge and don't have understanding of it. That, you know, that's one of the, the, the principal things that, that we do with, try to do with the Foundation of Faith class. Because I tell people in there, we, we try to take our time because the, the whole purpose of this class is for you to go out of this class with a better understanding of the material. We could rush right through there and, you know, like we roping cattle and time, we, we done, you know. And they go out of the class and, and don't know no more than what they knew when they came in. But when, when we, we hoping that at the end of this class you have a better understanding. A lot of people have went around twice in it because each time you in there, you see something different that you didn't see before. So, and, and I told him, I say, you know, with, with it being a three-part lesson, that first part is so important because the first part deals with doctrine, de deals with truth. And uh, we, we go through that very slowly because 
that's the thing that, I mean, with answering true and false, you can flip a coin and you can come up halfway right, you know, with just flipping a coin. But just getting the right answer is not going to help you unless you know how that, understand what that answer means. You need to understand why it's right or why it's wrong. So uh, that, that's what Solomon is talking about here. Along with your wisdom that you get, get understanding of what the wisdom is. See, our text told us to love, exalt, and embrace wisdom. In verse number six, he says, forget her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. See, it, verse 6b says, love her, and she will keep you. Wisdom will be your protector. That's what he's saying. That keep, do you, do you know what it means to be a kept person? See, amen. You say, well, <laughs> see, a kept person is, is somebody that's protected, okay? So he's saying if, if you love wisdom, it, it, you, you'll be protected from, from that loving. See, it's not enough just to, he says, forsake her not. It, it's not enough just to say, well, okay, I'm not going to stay away from it. I'm going to. I'm going to make myself available to be around it, to get it. But it's not enough just to get it. He said, he said, you got a lover. He said, see, when, when, when you love something, you, you got a closer relationship to it. See, it's not, see, the negative part was forsake it not. But he's talking about the positive side. He's talking about the positive side of loving it. You know, when you love it, then you get a closer relationship. And then when you do that, wisdom will be your protector. In, in verse number 8a, he says, exalt her and she shall promote thee. Uh, and he says, she shall bring thee honor when thou, when thou dost embrace her. So, so he says, in A, he says, exalt her and she'll promote thee. Put her on a higher plane and she'll do the same for you. You, when you put wisdom up here, where you, where you make it important to you, wisdom is important to you over some other things that we put before wisdom. When you, when you raise her up, and that's what it's talking about, but when you raise wis, wisdom up, it's going to raise you up on the same level. That, that, that's, that's God's word there. It says so, so we got to put her on a higher plane than that. And, and 8B says, she will bring the honor when thou dost embrace her. See, this in bringing you honor when you embrace her, we're talking about universal respect. See, you, you know when you go into that courtroom and that guy sitting behind the desk with the black robe on and you have to say, your honor, you know. See, see and, and that's universal. Anybody, everybody coming there got to call them that. Okay, because he took the time to get the wisdom to be behind that bench and, and hold that office. So that's universal respect. Okay, but but he 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 got that through his education and, and the things that he went through to get there. God's saying when you delve into this, when you get this kind of wisdom, He said, "I'm gonna give you universal respect wherever you go at." So you won't have to ask for it. You you you'll demand that by. Uh, 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 your presence, okay, that universal respect. And then he says, to really appreciate the benefits of wisdom, he says, 
do not forsake her. And if you, if you do not forsake her, as, as verse 6 says, then he says, she'll put her heads around you. She's, it, it says, do not forsake her, and she will preserve you. That, 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 that word preserve means to hedge up. Put a hedge around. Uh, 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 some translations will say to, to put a hedge of thorns around. And all I could think about was a rose bush. Because you, you had these pretty roses on a rose bush. And God, with his infinite wisdom, he put all these thorns around there. So you can't just go up there. And I got some bushes in my yard. And I've grabbed them, you know, cutting. And, you know. After they get you one time, you know, you, you handle them bushes gently, gently after that. But, but he put all these thorns around this rose to protect it. And he's saying he, he, he would treat us in the same way. He's going to put a hedge around us, around us that will protect us when we forsake, when we don't forsake wisdom. See, and then he says in verse number nine, 9a it says she shall give to thine head an ornament of grace see that's talking about divine favor an ornament of grace see that that divine favor you you can't even describe that when as God's child and, and, and a lot of you all uh have been in the job market looking for a job and and you went out there and put in some applications and you've been waiting and nothing's been happening and God's just had us in a holding pattern as it is on our end he's already did what he's going to do on his end he said that we just have to catch up with what he's done okay and then all of a sudden it turns around here we got three jobs that we trying to choose from which one we go? That's called divine favor. Amen. God gives that to His children because while we were waiting, we thought wasn't nothing happening. <sighs> Going through this, and God says sometimes I got to get you down to nothing to let you know I'm up to something. Right. See, because you, you know, if you give it to you too quickly, then you you'll be leaving that job, going to another one, talking, pray for me. I I got to find another job, you know. And and you had a good job three jobs ago. But, you know, sometimes if, if you have a spirit of being dissatisfied, then you'll take that spirit with you. And wherever you go, there you are. You know, so you'll never get away from, from you. So he says, if, if you place, she, she said, in 9a, it said, she shall, she shall give to thine head an ornament of grace. And then he says in in the, in the next part of that verse, he said, a crown of glory she shall deliver to thee. See, in, in other words, he's saying a tiara or a crown will not be uh, uh, honorable to uh, the person who's wearing it compared, compared to the value of wisdom and understanding that's attached to a person's character. See, when you have wisdom and understanding attached to your character, that's going to make you, as this said, it's going to make you more honorable than somebody wearing a crown on their head. Amen? See, see, that's the kind of people, when you see them and you observe their lifestyle, you, you look at them and you say, 
Man, whether male or female, you say, man, that person was raised right right there. You know, you've seen some people, you know, where they're, they're polite, stuff come out of their mouth, they, they don't talk crazy, you know, and, and when you compare them to their peer group, you say, yeah, they ain't had somebody teaching them something, you know, because you, you can just see something different about them. That's what God's talking about, this, this, this crown of, uh, of wisdom and um, that's attached to their character. See, fathers, we need to ask fathers, are they telling their children these words that wisdom is the principal thing and to get wisdom and understanding see all too often a lot of times we are we are telling our children trivial things too often fathers the the time that we spend with our children is on things like sports or mechanics or or, or something like that Uh, uh, too often the, the principal concerns of fathers is that their children get a college degree or a high-paying job. See, yet such things can be, can be, not all the way, and, and, nothing, and, and there's nothing wrong with having a college degree or a high-paying job. I didn't say that, okay. But I said sometimes we, we stress trivial things and, and not things that's more important, which is what Solomon is talking See, because sometimes... These high-paying jobs and the college degree, the worldly success that comes from that can prevent, can pre- present a lot of temptations for them. See, everybody can't handle success. Let me say that again. Everybody can't handle success. And without wisdom and understanding, our children will not be able to handle success. So we got to make sure that they understand that wisdom is the principal thing. Solomon is trying to, he, he's, he's just sharing with us some things that his father, David, was, was anxious about getting to him. There's a, a, a lot of wisdom in this book. Like I said, if you don't get tired of hearing some things repeated over there, because sometimes we need to hear it over and over again before it, it starts getting into us. But I'm going, to, I'm, going to, I'm going to stay with that series as long as God gives me um, something to be able to bring out from there. But I, I pray that maybe you heard something tonight. And um, I, I know when I was listening to this, when I was coming, well, writing this message down, I see things that I missed in my childhood. You know, I'm, I'm envious of people who have a family where there were two, both parents there. That's God's formula. That's his formula, okay? When, when we don't have that, then we, we operate outside of his formula. And, and we're operating according to Satan's formula because that's what Satan wants. God puts families together, okay? And, and Satan tries to tear them apart one by one. And if he can do that, then that promotes his, his uh, plan for dividing and, and conquering us. So, you know, if you're together... Stay together. Amen? Maybe you're here and, and, and you haven't obeyed the gospel. You haven't gotten in contact with this wisdom that comes from God. It starts by hearing his word, believing his word, making up your mind, I need to change. I've been doing this thing my way and 
I've been avoiding God's wisdom. I, I, I've been saying, oh, man wrote that book. And, you know, yeah, man was the stenographers that God used to write it down, but God was the author of the book. So once you're ready to change your mind about that and delve into God's word, then you can start learning something. That's called repentance. Once you're ready to repent and confess the sweetest name on mortal tongue that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and be willing to have yourself baptized for the remission of your sins. See, that's when you can get in the race, get into the position under that divine favor where you can have all that wisdom coming from God. Maybe you're here and you have a prayer request. We're going we're gonna to stand and sing the hymn of invitation and give someone an opportunity to respond. Weigh my sin, nothing but the blood of.